No panic, relax. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You can only choose one team that makes the NBA Finals. Who would you choose, Kendrick Perkins? I'm going with the best duo in the NBA, and that's the Los Angeles Lakers. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, San Francisco 49ers tight end, George Kittle. IndyCar series driver, Graham Rahal. NFL Films senior producer, Greg Cosell. Legendary actor, Michael Douglas. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I am sitting here on the Rich Eisen Show set uh, in front of my uh, best dad, or right behind the best dad ever sign, and I'm wearing a lot of orange today. That's uh, I'm just going to come straight out. Everybody has seen it right now on Peacock. Orange. Um, yeah, it's burnt orange. I don't know what you're thinking? Salmon, a little salmon yeah, colored salmon. Little, little yeah. salmon. Whatever it is, is it's you know, it's the way I felt today. Uh, waking up, uh, I saw it in the closet. I'm like, I'm going to wear that, even though it's a little boxy. I'm, uh, I've lost some weight still from my run. It, it it's, you know, I'm kind of swimming in it. It's all right, but uh, look like the kid from Big. You know, do I? Thank you. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Hey, thanks for watching on Peacock. You guys have a great day. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We're here for the next three hours. I'll be the punching bag, uh, otherwise known as the host. Good to see you over there, Brock. Hey, my man. Del Tufo. Yes, Rich. Hi. How you doing, Rick? What's up, TJ Jefferson? How are you? Well, I've had better nights. Yes, you have. Oh, <laughs> Clippers going to clip. Oh, two hole. Yeah. Losing the first two in the downtown Hoops Dojo. Now heading to Dallas. Going to the Metroplex. Down 0-2. Needing to win four out of five. Yeah. Now on, it's all about mm-hmm. the Larry OB. Wow, that's yeah, a problem for, uh, for Mr. Microsoft <laughs> right there. Because there's a gentleman named Luca. He lives on the second floor. <laughs> he lives upstairs from We'll talk about that. Lakers, everybody. Lakers. Hey, Kendrick, we, we want to have people on here who are smart, who are who are insightful, who are interesting, who uh, also know what they're talking about. Kendrick Perkins came on this show yesterday, said to all Laker fans, chill, relax, R-E-L-A-X. All good. You got the best duo in the NBA, even though the game that they played against the Suns was a tight one. Um, after the best trio in the NBA, dispatched with the Celtics uh, with a spank and a and – a, and a boot to the Fournier. And um, <laughs> we'll see what happens in the East, obviously. Sixers play tonight. They're back at it tonight. And um, and then the Bucks and the the Heat will play their game three on Thursday. We'll see how that all plays out. So I think those are the three teams that are basically going to be in this mix right here with all due respect to everybody else, including the Hawks and the Knicks who play tonight. That'll be a, a fun game too. And uh, But the the Lakers did what they had to do. Had to do it. And... Um, and Here's the difference. Ready for the difference? Here's the difference. Game one, LeBron and AD, the best duo in the NBA, according to Kendrick Perkins. They combined for 31 points. I said uh, on the show, it got to be anywhere between 50 and 60. North of 50 would be great. Sign for 50, get a little bit more than that. Go for 60. Last night, they combined for 57. Game one, they're plus minus, minus 16. Game two, they're plus minus, plus 20. We'll do the math. That's a difference of 36. That's a lot. Winner. That's a lot. Um, you also toss in Schroeder's 24, Drummond's double-double of 15 and 12, and that's a very difficult combination to beat, certainly when 
things get tight in the fourth quarter and Anthony Davis blocks a shot, sparks a 7-0 run in which Davis and James combine for those seven points. That's the way they all she, all she wrote. And just to combine um, TJ's Clipper demise or malaise, not dead yet to use the Monty Python phrase, um, to combine your Clippers malaise along with what we saw last night, can Chris Paul stay healthy Ugh. in a playoff series where his team looks like they've got something going? Poor guy. I mean, crazy. Last night was that Reggie Miller at the mic, right? Uh, the game last night, I think it was. Um, and uh, just talking about whoever was at the on the mic last night on TNT. My apologies if it's not Reggie. Pointing out the number of times where oh Chris, if he was healthy, he'd take that shot. Come back from break. Yeah, that's a right-handed rebound. He's grabbing it with his left hand. Normally, he'd be taking it right to the hoop, and he'd teardrop it. Instead, he's passing it. He doesn't look right. And, man, oh, man, this this series is on the cadence where it's every other day. Next game's Thursday. And game four will be Sunday here in Los Angeles. So that was a big bounce back for the Los Angeles. That's what we call the old statement game. Where they'll take one in the chops, they'll get a big lead, they'll have it whittled away, and then when it comes down to it, there's King James, and that's Anthony Davis and try and beat us. Certainly when we've got Drummond now, if we want to go big, you want to go small, maybe Schroeder could do what playoff Rondo and playoff Pierre are not able to do right now. Schroeder had a game last night. He sure did. Sure did. That's the Laker formula right there. That's the Laker formula. We'll talk more about it on this show. But uh, very rarely will um, golf trump NBA playoffs. <laughs> but when it's golf plus NFL, that will trump NBA playoffs. Certainly when one of the names involves Tom Brady and the other one involves Aaron Rodgers. This was announced about a half an hour before we went on the air. The latest match play contest involving football players and professional golfers. It's Mickelson and Brady, the reigning PGA champ and the reigning Super Bowl champ and MVP, and two guys who are defying age against the youngsters Bryson DeChambeau, and he's teamed up with Aaron Rodgers. Moonlight Basin, Big Sky, Montana, June, uh, July the 6th. July the 6th, and uh, TNT once again will be broadcasting this match. Who knows, maybe Phil will be the U.S. Open champ by then as well. <laughs> now, Shambo out there hitting bombs, Phil hitting bombs, that'll be fun. Who's going to bomb it further? Because you know the DeChambeau that's going to show up is the DeChambeau that showed up on the golf range at the Masters. <laughs> the lunatic yeah. that showed up corkscrewing himself into the ground while VJ Singh was the rest of America going and the world going, what is this guy's malfunction? <laughs> Just trying to hit it 400 yards. I mean, VJ's wearing shades. I don't know if he had the Kepka eye roll going, but. Nice. So DeChambeau's going to show up like a lunatic, all hockey lead out, and we're going to be eyes peeled because, as you know, Phil was hitting it. Further than DeChambeau when the chips are on the line in something called the PGA Championship just this last week. Yep. That'll be great. And then Brady and Aaron Rodgers. About that. 
the smack talk that we heard between Brady and Peyton Manning in that first match with Tiger and Phil was off the charts. It was great. I hope Aaron Rodgers is ready. <laughs> hope he's ready for the Jordan Love jokes. <laughs> I hope he's ready for the, are you going to play this year or not? I hope he's ready. It's already started. Because Tom came fresh out of the box, literally three minutes after the announcement hit the public. He tweeted out two old guys against the young bucks, Phil Mickelson. Bryson DeChambeau better get used to laying up because we know Aaron Rodgers isn't going for it. <laughs> oh, wow. He went there. Dang. Wow. In case anybody needs the dots connected, I'm a professional dot connector. <laughs> The NFC Championship game, as we all know, against Brady, down eight. Didn't go for it on fourth down and fourth and goal. Yeah, go kind of kicked the field goal, took Rodgers off the field. Actually, he went there right now. Three minutes into this actually existing. We're, we're just all taking it in, trying to – when these things happen, when, when, when matchups are created, whether it's in sports like the playoffs or – Something like this. We all, you know, go through the storylines. Hey, okay. So even Bleacher Report tweeted it out on behalf of their colleagues at Turner. You got the PGA champ against the Super Bowl MVP, against the U.S. Open champ, current U.S. Open champ. Yes. And a an NFL MVP, the, the NFL MVP. These are all reigning currently right now. PGA champ, U.S. Open champ, Super Bowl champ. NFL MVP. These are all reigning people right now. Going out there. I love it. And it's entirely possible that it could be two-time U.S. Open champ, back-to-back U.S. Open champ in Bryson DeChambeau, or winner of the last two majors. Winner of the last two U.S. Opens. Fresh off his first ever U.S. Open. Phil Mickelson. Be incredible. Question is, what's Aaron Rodgers going to be on July the 6th? Uh, Denver Broncos? No. Even though I'm wearing Broncos colors right now, and that was well established (laughs) at the top of this program. No, he will not. No, no, no. Pittsburgh Steelers? This is all part and parcel of Aaron Rodgers saying he's living his best life. Yeah, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do it. No, no. Let's go. I'll go to Montana. I'll tee it up. This is great. I'm playing this. Once again, just keeping to just turn in the heat up. I'm living my best life, everybody. Living my best life. Living my best life while the Packers front office that made me question everything. Question loyalties, question my standing in the organization after, at the time, 15 years. Made me look inward. Remember, we had Rodgers on this show two weeks into the season after they went 2-0 and and he was torching the competition and I said, it sounds like you got the chip on your shoulder. He goes, not really. I'm at, I'm at peace with wherever peace. I am in my life. And you could sit here in retrospect and say, at peace, he's still pissed right now. But no, he was at peace with everything. Like he had made his, he had made his path. It sure seems like, and that was two weeks after Kumaro got cut and everything. He's, he's made his path. And he'll, you know, let out his frustrations as a human being will. But in the meantime, he's going to go out with Mr. and Mrs. Miles Teller and his fiance and go to Hawaii and drink wine and listen to Taylor Swift songs and go jump into waterfalls. <laughs> Put on that man, man bun, man which, bun. by the way, man God bun. bless him. If I could do something like that, honestly, I don't even know how I'd, how many months it would take for me to do something like that. Rich, according to Dion, you could do something like that. I know. I know. He's just living his best life. 
And I bet you at that point in time, there's, you know, there's going to be a ton of water under the bridge. We'll already find out if the Packers are kicking the tires on trading them. June 1st is the date where it makes it a lot easier cap-wise to make this maneuver. Will he have shown up to his OTAs at that time? If he had blown that off, it'll be the first time, perhaps, that he's in front of a microphone. Put something, turn the heat up three weeks before training camp. Just turn that up a little bit. How'd Jordan Love look in those OTAs? It's part of the reason why we're having Greg Cosell on this show, top of hour number three, because we're already seeing how in yesterday's OTA, even though Love has yet to speak to the media, as Rob Domofsky of ESPN was on yesterday, saying noticeably absent from the players and coaches made available. Jordan Love. You heard Matt LaFleur say, ball jumping out of Jordan Love's hands, jumping out of his hands. Kids looking good, looking good. And LaFleur's not doing that to send a message to Hawaii. No, the message to Hawaii is please come back. Yeah, please, please, we miss you. (laughs) But the message to everyone else is, yeah, I mean, we're going to move on here and get Jordan Love those reps, and he's looking great. Your ball's jumping out of his hands, and that's why we're having Greg Cosell on because time to dust off the – Utah State film. Time to dust that off from 2018 and 2019 because we sure don't have any film from 2020. And the evaluations are going to have to begin, certainly in other spots. If you want to call up the Packers and say, I got a fix for you, how about you give us Jordan Love? You know what I've had to say on the subject yesterday. Rodgers redoes his contract. You give him some of the contractual... Stability that he wants past this year. You redo the contract of Devontae Adams by giving him a signing bonus and everything, and you extend him, you can make the money to pay Julio Jones right now. All you got to do is maybe cough up Jordan Love and some draft considerations to Atlanta. You give him the one that they want? Because you know what you could do? You could give him, it'd be like two ones for Julio. Your 2019 one, your 2021 and your 2022 one. Or you give them your 2022 two and your 2020 number one. There you go. Will Atlanta do it? Not if they evaluate the film of Jordan Love, if Terry Fontenot's sitting there in New Orleans back in 2020 in the draft room with Sean Payton as they're looking, as you know, over the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. For quarterbacks, I'm sure Terry Fontenot is looking straight at Jordan Love on that film. In that draft for the Saints. If he's in that room with Sean Payton here and oh, this kid is good. We should get him if he if he gets down to us. We should get him. If he likes him that much, maybe something's there. Crazier things have happened. Like Tom Brady tweeting at Aaron Rodgers <laughs> way too soon. <laughs> way too soon. Yeah, Aaron better be ready for that. Certainly if he doesn't go to OTAs and we're all wondering what's going on and there will be just a lot of Phil and Tom heckling at Green Bay's 12. That'll be coming big time. I'll be tuned in. I'll be tuned in. But Aaron Rodgers will still be a Green Bay Packer on July the 6th. That's my prediction. Could be wrong. We'll take a break. Guess who's first? Before we go to break here, I want to say who's on the show. Uh, Michael Douglas is our last guest. 
We'll go with the Academy Award winner up top, although he's batting clean up as our fourth guest of the day after Greg Cosell joins us to talk about Jordan Love and, of course, the other spots where the rookie quarterbacks have landed. Graham Rahal right in the middle of our program. Easily my favorite Buckeye fan. (laughs) And he's going to be racing in the Indianapolis 500. The IndyCar driver will be joining us on the show right in the middle of getting ready for Indianapolis 500 week and the middle of our program. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, one of our favorite guests as well, tight end university. Have you heard about this? The George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, and Greg Olson all put together. And I'll just say this. I'm sure Greg is not hearing this. Apparently his son is having some health problems and he and his wife with his beautiful family are, um, are, are going through a, a difficult period. And I send my best and all my heartfelt prayers that uh, everything works out with their son. But Kelsey Olson and Kittle together have formed Tight End University, which is going to be a three-day get-together of all the best tight ends in the NFL. And you know who was invited by Kelsey and Olson and Kittle? Some of the tight ends that they mentioned that are, are going to be there, Hunter Henry, John o. Smith, Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz, Mike Kosicki, Eric Ebron, and also got getting the invite. No. Tim Tebow. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yep. Wow. So that's all about to be discussed with a man who's got a rookie quarterback of his own or not. Love George Kittle. Let's take a break so we're on time for him. One of the best in the business, best humans, best tight ends, best players. Next on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Before we go, I want to tell you about the epic speed driver that I placed back in the Callaway bag to your left, TJ Jefferson. I see it there. Because when somebody uses the Callaway equipment on this show to play golf, it's to be returned. Why are you looking at me? I didn't think you were going to bring it back, to be honest with you. Because you're the only other one who plays here. Yeah, but I have my own clubs. Okay. Borrows a couple. <laughs> well, I just, you know, he it's, has set some dressing. Clubs. it's set dressing unless it's in my hands when I play today, as I will. Then why'd you bring it back? Because had- I'm bring it back, and then I'm going to take it again, and I'll bring it back tomorrow. <laughs> All he right. Had, he has his own clubs that he's vicked from the set here. And why he, are we yelling at each other? Epic yeah. Max, I love it because of its forgiveness. <laughs> the Epic the Speed epic. is the fastest Epic. The better player's Epic is the Max LS the one that Phil's bombing with and winning PGA championships and whatnot because it's got the tour preferred combination of low spin plus high stability. Bottom line is the torsional stability of this driver remains intact at impact. So the driver head doesn't twist and deform as much when you hit the ball. More energy stays in the driver face, transfers the golf ball, thus ball go far. Check out the epic family of drivers at CallawayGolf.com slash epic. Back with the epic... George Kittle in a moment. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's summertime. I've got this big gig on Broadway coming up, and I thought you do. Got to hang out with my family. Got to, you know. So they invite me out to do certain sporting events. Throw the first pitch in a ball game. Where are you doing that? Did that in Akron, Ohio. Did a good, pretty good pitch. Then I went to Frederick, Maryland. Okay. Frederick Keys. Frederick Keys. And they Maryland. made these bobbleheads. Of which this is one of... Oh, my God, a Shooter McGavin bobblehead. Shooter McGavin bobblehead. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, awesome. Yeah, here it is. There it is. We'll have to place this in a in a very special spot here. It's pretty really funny. He's got the guns out, the double barrels, <laughs> <laughs> leaning on his putter. It's pretty funny. Isn't this amazing? Did you realize when you were doing that, Happy Gilmore, that that would be something that would stick with you for the rest of your No career? idea. I don't think anybody knows when they make a movie if it's going to you know, have legs like this, but this is almost generational now it's because of the beauty of television when it first came out it was a moderate hit but now right people love it and quote it but it's neat it's that funny. you you own it right i mean you've got a i just read everything that's going on in your you got a hit you're on a hit tv show on hbo i mean that broadway revival of the front page it's gonna be massive holy yeah. smokes yeah. but you 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 own this shooter mcgavin thing some other actors i think might not do that um well yeah i i I enjoyed the movie. I was a joy working with Adam and, and Dennis Dugan, these wonderful writers. And you know, It's just Judd Apatow was a co-writer, and these guys are, they're, you know, comedy gold. So right. to be with them and to have this movie last as long as it has, it's opened a lot of doors up for me, you know, personally and sure. and then professionally. So it's just been a gas. And did you come up with the, the, the shooting? Yeah, I had no idea why they called him Shooter. Nobody told me anything, so I just started making putts and going, shoot out. But the, so that was your that was yeah, your call. That was my call. And that, and, the, and the very funny thing about this movie, I told this story, but I, uh, forgive me if I've told you before. It's but okay, go for it. End of the movie. You know how I hate in a, in a golf movie where they cut to the hole and the ball rolls in. I would have said, "Could you please let me make it?" It's about a thirty-two footer, mm-hmm. and it's not on a, it's not on a golf green. It's on a botanical garden. So like, he, he he told me he'd give me like, seven tries, and that's try five, and I lifted out twice. But people were betting the crew was going, "Damn, we gotta do this." And so you see who your friend is. 
And when nice. I put when I put that baby in there and I did it, choke on that baby. And I just you know, did that whole shooter shimmy thing at the end. <laughs> That's the one they left in the movie. And it's so freaking <laughs> <laughs> <been> wrong. <laughs> Fantastic. Choke on that baby. <laughs> Chris McDonald. By the way, he's in the, he's in the new uh, TV show Hacks that uh, I've checked out a oh, couple nice. of times. He's great in that too. Uh, he's so he's good, man. Best. Fun stuff. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're right here on Peacock uh, every day from 12 to 3 Eastern time. Uh, right after the Dan Patrick Show, taking you to Brother from Another. The Academy Award winner, Michael Douglas, coming up at the very end of this program. And we're not only on Peacock, but we're on the Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate that uh, you're listening to right now is back on the air. We're one big happy simulcast family. I love this guy, and I'm not just saying because he's on hold hearing me introduce him as uh, the all-pro Pro Bowl tight end of the San Francisco 49ers and one of the three, I guess, uh, emeritus professors of tight end university or deans of tight end university, I guess. Um, George Kittle joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, George? Rich. Thanks for the intro, man. I'm excited to be back. You know, just my favorite talk show. I appreciate you know, that. Just, just happy to be able to have a conversation with you today. I Fine feel the, morning. How are I you today? Feel the same way. What, what are, what are you, Travis Kelsey and 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 Greg Olson? Are you the deans of Tight End University? What are you, the provosts? What do we call you? You know, George? I think we're just a part of it, man. And you know, we're we're all just tight ends trying to hang out and get better and learn from each other. You know, we might be the ones that are trying to orchestrate it, but at the end of the day, you know, we're just tight ends trying to hang out with other tight ends. June 23rd through 25th in the great city of Nashville, Tennessee, right? Did I get that you know right? You're right? That's it. Oh, yeah. please. I mean, that was I know that's where you spend uh, your off-season time, right, George? You you got a spot in Nashville? It is. Uh okay. yeah, I moved to Nashville right after my rookie year. Just kind of fell in love with it and uh Bought some nice uh, acreage, you know, outside of Nashville last year, and uh, just been a huge fan of it. And uh, you know, what a better place to hang out with, uh, you know, a bunch of tight ends than Nashville, Tennessee. Got plenty of do down there from football to uh, you know being able to hang out. So it's it's going to be a good time down there. I, you know, we uh, we're excited about it. I love it. Why why, why do it? Where'd this come from? All George? right. So really, for me, is you know, I think that all tight ends, you know. I think we should all be friends because, you know, it's 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 one position on a football field. You know, sometimes two, you got sometimes three on, you know, goal line stuff, but usually it's usually one guy out there and it's the only guy that takes the snaps. And I feel like, you know, out of the thirty two teams, whether they have two or three guys active, like I feel like the tight ends need to hang out more and need to learn from each other more. And so I saw the D line has a summit, the uh, the O line does a summit where they all come together, they all learn from each other and I was like, Why I don't there's a holiday. Why isn't there a tight end summit where we can all come together and learn from each other? Because, you know, in my opinion, the, the tight end position is incredibly difficult because you have to run routes, you have to catch passes, you have to block defensive ends, you have to insert on linebackers, you have to pass pro defensive ends. Like, you kind of have to do everything. Um, and so why not have, uh, you know, a little time where we can all come together and, you know, learn from the best of the best and, you know, just learn from tight ends all over the country. And so I'm excited that, you know, we kind of got the ball rolling on it. Um, you know, had to get, you know, Kelsey involved, had to get, you know, Greg Olson involved. And, you know, they've been incredibly helpful and, you know, just throwing ideas around. But, you know, we're really, really excited about, you know, getting the first one, you know, down this summer. And uh, when, you know, people might be confused, they shouldn't be, but let's, let's, let's give them uh, less confusion. When you refer to, George Kittle, a national holiday, you're referring mm. to National Tight Ends Day that happens once a year, every year during the football season. Correct? That's well, what you're I mean, referring for to? for me, it's every day. But, yeah, for other people, I guess it's just once a year. <laughs> <laughs> My children always say that on Mother's Day or Father's Day. What about Children's Day? I'm like, every day is Children's Day. Are you it kidding is. me? Every day is Children's Day. <laughs> you know, I get every that. Every day is National Tight End Day, though. But, you know, like, 
Rich, we're really excited about it too, and we really wanted to uh, you know, put on a really good event for everybody. So we got involved with some sponsors that were allowing us to really make this like a nice ordeal, really take care of guys, you know, put them up, um, take care of them, have some fun while we're down, in, you know, in Nashville, and you know, from you know Bud Light to Charmin. Levi's, like we got these like companies coming in to step up that are, you know, they're donated for Titan U, but at the end of the day, it's also fun because we're going to donate basically every every amount of money that we don't spend on basically hotel rooms for the tight ends is going to uh, charities. And, Love it. Um, and Bridgestone is a huge part of that as well. And so the fact that, you know, we can raise money for charity and I can get, you know, tight ends to come down to Nashville and we can learn from each other, it's it's pretty awesome because you know, at the start of the day, we, we banked on like, hey, maybe we can get like 15 to 20 guys and we have over 40 guys that have RSVP'd and it's uh, way more than what we thought we were going to get. And I'm just really excited about it because, you know, I have an opportunity to learn from 40 other guys of, about the tight end position. So that's, that's uh, 40. That's a lot of, that's a lot of toilet paper. That's a lot of Charmin. Uh, it is a lot of Charmin, isn't it? A lot of tight ends. Yeah. Yeah. That, is that, <laughs> is that the connection here for Charmin and tight ends? You know, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Charmin make that connection. I just I just don't know if you if the the agenda goes from front to back or back to front. Oh, you know, I just wow. don't. You know what I mean, George? You went there, Rich. I, you but know what? Rich went there, not me. <laughs> and I should be I should be the more studious one. That is correct. But you know, okay, George. Um, so let's uh, let's get into the forty. Uh, is it true one of the forty that's coming is Tim Tebow? Did Tim get the invite? To your no, um, I'm not sure if he's gotten the invite. Um, it's like I said, we we banked on getting 20 guys, Rich, yep. and we've had 40 that have RSVP'd, and so, um, and like I said, we're working with sponsors so we can pay for guys to come in, right. and Take care of everybody, and so we're working on a numbers thing. Like I said, we're about 20 over what we thought we were going to get, so it's more of a we're trying to figure out how we can include everybody, and the fact that this is year one. Um, I, we're gonna we're do what we can with the guys that we have, but you know, hopefully in the next coming years that you know, the Titan Summit keeps happening, right. that we can make it open to the entire NFL because you know it hurts me to not be able to invite you know every single tight end that's on an NFL roster, even guys that aren't on rosters, because you know, I think you have an you have an opportunity to learn from every single person that you know is invited. And so we're working on it. We're trying like like I said, we're trying to get everybody to be able to come in the coming years and. Um, we're almost there. Uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta, I guess I gotta get Tim's number, give him a call, but you know, Hey, Grant called back about it. So I'm excited that he might be in it. Um, yeah. because I, I would love to sit in a room and, you know, watch him with that guy. Well, OJ Howard is, is coming from, from, from the Buccaneers as well. I mean, just, it's a heck of a list that you've got going on right here. Um, George Kittle. So, uh, do you need somebody to, film maybe a welcome video or something or is there oh wow rich you, you know? offering you know to set up a hey yeah. welcome to the tight end summit this is what you're going to learn today yes oh yeah. you know that's not a bad idea you can, can just text me on the side about that so we don't you know give all away our tips and all of our information to um, all of the listeners out there i'd be more than happy to do that george like to give like set the agenda for the day or something like that or you know if there's a a word of the day or, or something like <laughs> oh. uh, we can workshop this thing I'd be more than happy to be part of this. You know, I'm. Yeah, you know, like I, you know, I came up to Indianapolis, and I think you can come down to Nashville. I think I could show you a good time down there, Rich. Well, you know, I'm, I, I, ha I live all the way out here uh, in Los Angeles, George. And on top of it, the middle day of national of the tight ends university is my birthday. I turned 52 in the middle of all that. What George. a better place to celebrate than Nashville, Tennessee? <laughs> now you're talking, George. <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking. Let's go. I don't know. Is there anything to do there? No, I don't know. Broadway, there's nothing on Broadway there. There's nothing to do there. Broadway is empty. Is there anything to eat there? I don't know. Like good mm, restaurants? I don't, I don't know. Drink. I've got a couple places. <laughs> 
could be interesting. I couldn't imagine a better group of people that I'd want to spend my oh birthday my with. You mean uh, us, right? No, I don't. The NFL tight end. Yes, yeah, I don't. Course. I honestly don't know of a better group. Maybe you know, maybe a group of offensive linemen, but we're pretty close. Well, I mean, seriously, I mean, you're practically you practically on the line. Well, you are on the line. I mean, thank you. I was course. just gonna let you say it. I didn't. No, I mean, you're you're right there anyway. Okay, all right. Well, we'll workshop that thing. Uh, I've got uh, George. I appreciate that. You, of course, I've got George Kittle here on the Rich Eisen Show. Another one of the tight ends at Tight End University is your buddy, Big Bobby Tanyan. He'll mm. be there as well, I told right? You about him. Yeah, I know. You, by the way, when you referred to being in Indianapolis at my run in 2020, this is before last year. You brought him, and you're like, "Watch out for this guy," is what you said to me before that season, where he just went off the charts. In I said, "Watch out." You did. You did. People are going to learn at some point, man. Okay. Is he nervous about who's throwing the ball to him? This summer? This fall? You know what the great thing about being a tight end is? All you have to do is focus on your job because there's just so much going on with every single play. That's right. You know, I, bet you it, I bet you it's helpful when he has Aaron Rodgers throwing in the ball, but you know, at the end of the day, tight ends, you know, we're gritty, and we just get down in the mud, and you know, he's going to enjoy playing in the cold, and he's just going to catch footballs, and he's probably going to have more touchdowns again next year. Well, I guess you should speak for yourself rather than your friend um, put exactly. you in that position. So let me get, let me get to that. First things first, uh, George Kittle, not only am I always thrilled to talk to you, um, but also talk to you about your tight end university, which is important to you, but also to just make sure that you are alive um, on a Sunday. And I'm assuming now that you're alive on a Wednesday based on what, uh, you know, is the general, I guess, uh, 49er way of looking at things, right? Yeah. George, you're well, alive. Uh, I am, unless this is a recording, but no one will know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it was fun. Oh, I got to text Kyle on Sunday, and I said, I'm still here. And... <laughs> you were one of the people who texted him that Sunday, huh? That you're still. Oh, hey, Rich, you think I'm going to let that one go? No <laughs> <chance>. <laughs> I'm all over that. I mean, normally you're, you're, you know, a coach will say, I can't even tell you what the weather is, you know? I actually got that from Arthur Smith of the Falcons when I asked him about Julio Jones about a month ago, and that's before all the craziness that's gone on right Oh, by the way, you're on live TV right now. I just should just let you know that. <laughs> I have. You know what? Yeah. This isn't a recording. That's crazy. It's not a recording, and we're not. You know that we're we're other people are hearing what we're saying right now. Um, but oh. so I I I'll just come through the the front door here and uh, ask you about you know uh, Trey Lance and Jimmy G and how you see that all playing out. It seems like everything is pretty cool for 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 now, if not for the foreseeable future. George, you know, you want to know something crazy about the draft, Rich? Please. So I'm taking off on a plane to go uh, to my bachelor party in uh, Scottsdale and during the draft my flight took off on the um it took off as the third pick was announced oh my god and so I didn't see it until I could connect the wi-fi about 30 minutes later (laughs) so literally it goes the pick is in and then they all cut out and I sat there for 30 minutes like all right this is uh I'm sweating I don't know what's going on pick this is stressful I can't call anybody, <laughs> but uh, then, yeah, then I finally connected to the Wi-Fi after, you know, it gets to the 10,000 feet, and yep. I was like, all right, sick, cool, this is going to be fun, but it was, uh, yeah, Trey Bebe, but that was uh, that was a stressful 30 minutes for me. I bet so, uh, I bet so, so um, we, we had, uh, as you refer to him, Trey Bebe on the show uh, two days before the 49ers took him. I could not have been more engaged and impressed by him and how you know uh normal and um professional 
he was? Like he nailed the bullet point, the copy points of the sponsor that hired him to do the tour that brought him to this show? Like, I love it. it, it I, seriously, in a way that I've had veterans on and I would have to read the copy points for them because I try to be a professional and help them out. He, I mean, he nailed it. He nailed everything and couldn't have been funnier and more engaging. Rich, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure I, I think you tweeted something about that, about how good he was. And I was yeah. like, ah, oh, that's cool. Good for him. Like, that's a, and you know, it's also crazy that the fact that you just turned 21 just is kind of mind boggling. It is. No doubt about it. So have you have you been on a practice field with him yet, or that has yet to occur? Oh, yeah. George? No, I uh, I got back for the last week of Phase 2 for OTAs last week, and, you know, I got to be on a field with him, catching passes from him. He's got a cannon. Um, you know, it's just fun, you know. Like I said it yesterday, you know, he looks better than a rookie quarterback, which is fun, you know. his uh, I will say it's like on his, his – yeah, our first live day going against the defense on Monday, hit a nice rollout, a deep pass to uh, my rookie tight end, Josh Peterson, and – uh, it's, you know, it's not a throw that gets made a lot, you know, and the fact that he did on his first rollout was pretty funny. And the fact that he completed for a touchdown was pretty cool. So then just, uh, I'll just ask you just straight out, uh, you know, cause I, I understand that if you're heard to be complimenting Trey, that could be viewed by some as that that's what you prefer. And obviously you are just, uh, on a team where the coach is going to make the decision. Uh, how, how are you in between, you know, with uh, obviously a choice, at the position who's going to have to play as soon as possible based on 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 many circumstances that are out of your control, George Kittle, and also a guy you went to the Super Bowl with, who you like genuinely. So uh, what could you tell I mean, me about that? Rich, at the end of the day, they're both my teammates. So, you know, I'm going to be both of their biggest tight men. Um, now, the great thing about football is the competition, and that competition is what breeds greatness, and that's what you know makes you a better football player. So, you know, if either one of my QBs or, you know, we have five QBs on the roster right now, if any of the five shy away from competition and they don't really deserve to be on a football field. And so I'm excited about the competition in the room. I'm excited about the competition all over our team because I think we're pretty deep in some areas. And so, you know, yeah, like I said, like I'm going to hype up both, you know, every single one of my teammates. And if they get offended by me hyping up my teammates, ah, there's something else that's going on there. How did Bosa look? How is he looking right now? Because, I mean, you, you want to talk about a bounce back year, if you will, you were hurt for much of it last year. He was hurt for damn near all of it. The team just took one, you know, uh, hit after another, including not having a home, essentially, for a month. <laughs> I mean, so you've got to be kind of fired up. Tell me how everybody looks and feels going into this summer prior to what could be a, a, a monster return for you in the deepest end of the NFL pool this division. George. Uh, yeah, we got evicted. That's like you put it really nicely. We got we got kicked out. That was crazy. But you know we, uh, you know it was, it was definitely interesting moving to Arizona for uh, six weeks. You know it was definitely different, but same time it was fun. Um, it would have been more fun if I could have played in every single game. But right, yeah, you know we did take a lot of hits. But um, the fact that you know our team went through all of that stuff and we signed, I couldn't tell you how many like free agent people we brought in just to be able to field a team. Um, and just have new faces in and out of the building. But the fact that we are still able to like, keep our culture and you know, still be positive, even though we are living in Arizona, we're not playing out our home stadium and half of our team was hurt. The fact that our, you know, our coaches kept it together and our, the guys that were still there playing kept it together, I was you know, very impressed, and it just says a lot about the team. And you know, the, the fact that we are getting everybody back, is, it's very exciting. Um, I think I've said this about 100 times. I still think Nick Bosa is like, the second-best NFL player behind Aaron Donald. And I think uh, – he's going to come back with a vengeance and I'm very excited about that because uh, he's a very talented football player and he uh, definitely makes that defense gear up and hold an extra notch. 
George, I appreciate the call. I do miss uh, chatting with you. Um, send my best to Greg Olson. I saw what he tweeted out about his son. Yeah. Um, and and uh, I know that they um, they are just such great humans. And uh, I love that guy. I'll do anything to help you out with this tight end university. Seriously. Um, I appreciate that, Rich. Uh, no, yeah, and I never met, uh, I've never met Greg's kids, but I know uh, I've heard nothing but incredible things about TJ. And, you know, we're all, you know, supporting him and sending him every single positive vibe and all the good energy that we can for you know that to be uh as successful as it can be so we're just praying for him and uh but you know greg's been an actual an absolute champ too um the amount of work that he's put into this when he has every right to completely not talk about it or talk to us but he's been incredible so nothing but all good things for them exactly right but seriously i'll do a video Uh, i've i've done many of them in my career uh george um, you have? I haven't really seen anything. I might have to get some tape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a few links. I'll send you a couple oh. YouTube links, okay? Yeah, hit, no, send me your huddle link, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Uh, but I also could, like, it's up to you. Like, if you want me to roast the room and work wow. blue, and if you think it you, you, that works for you, I'll do that. I've done that for fantasy leagues of people. I've done, I've done lots of stuff. So I, I'll go anywhere you'd like for this. You, I you want to be part gonna, of it. I'm gonna. I'll see. I'll see Travis uh, next oh, weekend. Oh yes. And uh, you know we'll go over some of the things that maybe you can do for us. I'd love now it. that you're offering all your services. I am the whole the whole scope of services. Um, wow. But I'll leave it's the like curric- a charcuterie board. That's it. That's exactly. <laughs> I'll just leave the uh, the curriculum up to you though. That's your choice. Okay. Wow. You know what to do. I'm excited about this. Maybe do some rich eyes and trivia. We'll we'll figure it out. I love it, George. You take care. Best to your dad. Best to the whole Kittle team. Appreciate the oh, call. I appreciate that, Rich. He's probably listening right now. He probably says hi. Fantastic. Probably. What the hell? Probably. You okay. never know, man. I never know, Bruce. <laughs> Take care of yourself, George. Yeah. You're the best, man. See you guys. You guys. It's George right, Kittle, George, everybody. George. If you don't like competition, it's on you. And certainly, what do you say? If you got a problem with me hyping up my teammates, then it's on. Then then you got a problem. I just love that guy. I love that guy. All about it. Literally everything about him. Wow. What do you think? 49ers. I like their chances this year. You do? I do. When we come back, that's what we're going to put you to the test. I've got the schedule right here. Win-loss, 49er win-loss. That's coming up here on the Rich Eisen Show. Because we can't show the Kefka DeChambeau video. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is a letter okay. written in March of 1998 to Colts owner Jim Ursay, who at the time, a month away in the draft, the decision between you and Peyton Manning. Right. It's from Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> oh, dear James. G- dear James. Dear James, in response to your addled request for a quick $30 million loan to secure the services of the Manning kid, I have to say no at this time. But the Leaf Boy is another matter. He looks strong and Manning doesn't, or at least not strong enough to handle that welcome to the NFL business for two years without a world-class offensive line. How are you fixed at left OT for the next few years, James? Think about it. You don't want a China doll back there when that freak sap comes crashing in. (laughs) Okay, let me know if you need some money for Leaf. I expect to be very rich when this Depp movie comes out. Your faithful consultant, Hunter, and it's signed HST, with at the bottom scrawled in uh, handwriting, CC John Walsh ESPN and CC Colonel Depp. How did you come into possession of this So letter? <laughs> I'm a Chicago Cubs fan, and they were in town last week, and I was sitting there behind the, the dugout, and a guy... In L.A., here. In, here in L.A., and a guy tapped me on the shoulder and, and said, are you Ryan? Are you Ryan Leaf? I said, yes, sir. And, and he said, uh, man, I'm just, you know, just such a fan of what you're doing now with the foundation and everything like that. And he just, we talked for a little bit, and he's like, have you ever... Have you ever seen that the Hunter S. Thompson letter? And I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Would you like to see it? And I said, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I didn't believe it for a second, right? And there it came in the email, and I showed it to my my fiance, who's a, a huge Hunter S. Thompson fan, and we read it. And I just the absurdity of the fact that a Hunter S. Thompson knew who I was, and b that he was. He was trying to persuade Mr. Ursay to draft me instead was just comical. And tw- not to see it for 20 years, how does it, it just, it's just nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Right. I called John Walsh of ESPN and he says, because he's known Hunter and his family's known Hunter S for, for years. He said his wife was like, why are they thinking it's not real? And as a matter of fact, it's a thousand percent real. Wow. Wow. And Hunter S. Thompson was a huge NFL fan. And obviously had an opinion on, on the 1998 draft. This well, I is. think now that we know that every, a lot of people had an opinion on the 1998 <laughs> NFL draft. This and is amazing. Isn't that amazing? I love that line is that you don't want a China doll back there when that freak sap comes crashing in. <laughs> the irony of all this, this right, the irony true. of this, he would go on and play, start the most consecutive games of anybody. <laughs> and I would be injured going into year two and miss the entire oh, season. God. So we're just... Just reminding people. Strong of, underlined. Yes, yeah, strong. strong. <laughs> Do 
Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Great chat with George Kittle. Great chat with George Kittle. If any team that's going to draft somebody to replace a Super Bowl winning, uh, pardon me, a Super Bowl quarterback, an NFC championship game winning quarterback, Mm -hmm. which is what Jimmy Garoppolo is. You could say whatever their, their play calling was and put the hands on 10 and two and ran the ball down the throat of the Green Bay Packers in that NFC championship game. But if you're going to replace your quarterback who took you to a Super Bowl on a Super Bowl winning team by drafting somebody third overall and the coach says it's entirely possible that he starts this year and plays the full year. And Jed York, who's coming on Friday's show, I do believe he made an appearance a couple of weeks ago, even put out the possibility that Garoppolo could finish his time there. Two years. Oof. Can't wait to talk to Jed on Friday. Bosa coming back. Debo Samuel <laughs> and Brandon Ayuk Brandon and the running game and Trent Williams signed for long term and drafted outside of Lance who could be on the field potentially even if he doesn't start at quarterback who knows who knows is this a bounce back year for the San Francisco 49ers there's two ways to tell right now here on May 26th two ways to tell one is the magic eight ball I think it's too defined right now I don't want to take out any of the drama between now and the football season it's too definitive, too defined. Instead, let's speculate. Here we go. Here we go. We I've got it. the San Francisco 49ers schedule. Mm-hmm. Let's put it up, everybody. Ready? There Here it is go. on the screen. Here we go. Here we go. Week one, the 49ers at the Detroit Lions. That's a win. 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 Give them a win. At the Eagles. That's a win. Win. Home for the Packers. Who's the quarterback for Green Bay? It's Sunday night oh, football. Yeah, we don't know Aaron Rodgers coming in. Yeah. Let's give them a loss. They have Let's give them a win. It's their home opener. They've kind of owned the Packers. It's their home opener. Okay. Let's give them a win. Okay. You know what? It'll be it'll be a a, a sunshiny night, Santa Clara, California, down a, you know down the road from Aaron Rodgers' uh, hometown of of uh, Chico, California. The sun will be just blaring right there on the sideline. It'll be a tough night. I say they start three and zero. I, I, I say agree. they lose at home to Seattle, though. Seattle, all right, really? Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take I am that. Not L. as high on the Seahawks. I'll, I'll take that L, and then I'll give them a win at Arizona. Yeah. They're four and one going into a bye. That's a good start. Yeah, home against the Colts. That's a win. Win. Five bad. and one at the Bears. I'll give them a loss. Whoop. Home for the Cardinals. I'll say they sweep them. Ooh. Home for the Rams on a Monday night. I'll give the Rams the win there. Ooh, yeah. At Jacksonville, that's a win. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and three. Home for the Vikings. Oh, win. By the way, what if Trey Lance beats Kirk Cousins? It's the ba- it's the battle of the quarterbacks that, that Kyle Shanahan covets. <laughs> I think Jimmy's going to play most of the year. Eight and three at the Seahawks. I'll give them. I'll give them a win. They're not going to get nine swept there. We one of those nine and three at Bengals. Ten and three. Ten and three. Falcons. That's one of those that they lose. I was going to say that it's at Cincinnati they might lose too. I don't yeah, think four. Cincinnati's going to be better. Uh, I'll, I'll still give them a win there, man. Oh, you want to you, you want to give them a loss? Yeah, I'll ten give them a loss yeah, there yeah. at Cincinnati. Really? I think I Joey, don't know. Joey B's back. 
I, I hear you, but I, I'm still going to go. All right, it's it's an early window game, December 12th, a cold day. Let's give them the loss there. Because even if they even if they win that one, we've probably given a win where they'll lose one exactly, also. Let's exactly. just, it's just, we're even in and out. Yep. Home for the Falcons. I'll win. give them that win. win. Then win. it's a home game for Kittle at Tennessee on a short week, Thursday night, two days before Christmas. My Lord, we'll give him the L there. Home for the Texans, that's a W. And then uh, at the L.A. Rams? Loss. Loss. So they get swept by the Rams. Okay. West One, is two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and six. I like it. That sounds about right. Yeah, because the West winner is going to be at least 13. You know what? Because I'll 13. say this. I, I think the Rams win the West. Yeah. And part of the way that they can win the West is sweep the 49ers. Yep. I think the West, division. the West is the toughest division, the but I tough. think they only get two teams. I, I'm not as high on Seattle this Dude, year. Dude, I think I'm, I'm the only reason on why no, Chris. the only reason why they they get two teams in is because they beat each other up to the point where, but there's a, a 17th game, one of them is obviously outside of the division. I, I, I where, where so what what are the two divisions where you get multiple teams in? Right now, I'm not. I don't think it's the East unless the Cowboys get that wild card or win the division. I mean, you think that they're going to the South? Sweep South the is going to get two teams. Yeah, I, I think do. the South gets South. the South gets two teams for sure. I don't know, Bucks. I think the Falcons. Bucks. I think the Falcons bounce back this year. I shouldn't say I do think that they're going to sweep the Cardinals. It's just the way it all came out here. I'm saying Arizona, man. I know Arizona, man. I but know. Arizona, man, finished terrible last year. Arizona, man, couldn't finish games last year. True, but they started off hot. I think. I think. Each division gets two teams, and one team comes out of the East. How about that? Ooh, I like that one. I'll say three. I'll, I'll, so the over-under is two and a half on playoff teams in the NFC West. Correct. I'll take the over. Ooh, I'm going to throw that up on a poll right now. My, May 26th, <laughs> conversations. Is Am I right? Three teams out of the <laughs> NFC West. Screw it. Here we go, Magic 8-Ball. It says... Don't count on it. Yeah, you see? Whoa. That's a rarity, right? You see, there's only one part of the uh, of the Magic 8-Ball pyramid that says bad. no. It's one that says no. Don't count on it, it says. Damn Not it. a damn debate, guys. Thank you, Mr. Jones. <laughs> 11 and 6. So far, we've had 11 and 6. The Buccaneers, we've come up with 13 and 4. The Cowboys, 11 and 6. Well, you that said 10 and 7. That's all but... we've done so far. You that know what you're going to do these. tomorrow, Chris? You get ready. Because tomorrow's the first day that we see the media is allowed into Patriots OTAs to see number 50 in your program. Number 50? Mac Jones. They gave him 50. Well, that's just because. It's, well, just because what? It's OTAs. They give all the rookies the just random numbers early on. No, I know that. I didn't know he's not going to wear 50. It's not like he's. Yeah. He's, he, but he could like wear 50, right? not like he's Otto Graham out there or whatever, right? <laughs> he could wear 50. I don't though, know right? what Otto Graham's number was. Uh, he can't. No, no. He can go up to forty nine. I want to see a quarterback wearing f- just like a high forty, like twenty two. <laughs> just something weird. We'll do the Patriots win loss tomorrow. So. Yeah, oh yeah, seventeen and zero, baby. Come on, as you know, we're gonna be it, totally. Where old. is it? What? What do we got? Seventeen. Seventeen and zero, oh, man. Sixteen and zero. Oh. We gotta get. <laughs> we gotta get the. Up, we gotta get the update from Caliendo, yeah, right? Sixteen and zero, oh, man. Yeah, sixteen and zero, oh, man. We got the update from Caliendo. He's seventeen and zero, man. Yeah. 
You could have that done by the end of the show, Rich. You could just text Frank. and. All right. When we come back, hour number two, we'll delve deeper into the NBA playoffs from last night. And by that, I mean poor Jay Crowder getting called for a foul by getting kicked in the nuts. Like, what is what that? was that about? <laughs> I, I can't wait to get into this. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show with Graham Ray Hall. NBA officiating is atrocious. Just it's hold just off dis- on it. Hold off on it because, you know, we only have two right, minutes here right, before we have to say goodbye to the Peacock audience great. for our first hour break. <laughs> Save your powder, sir. Got hit in the crowders. By the way, there was one team we did not mention yesterday when we did go down the wormhole of who would take Jordan Love now. Who would take him now off of Green Bay's hands? As we, you know, we're just... We're grasping at so many straws to make well. It's wild because, speculation. Well, it's, it is because there's no clearly defined way out of this mess with Green Bay. There's no clearly defined way out because if the way out is is apparent, I'd love for someone to point it out to me. And it's not my. It's it's not just money. It, it Chris, seems to be like it but is. It's though. not just about money. If it's about the way. The love stuff went down. All the people and the people, people, yes. people. Yeah. So if this is the way it went down in April of 2020 and the fact that they revisit the issue after the ANFC championship game and it seems like Rob Domofsky said that the only contractual, you know, guarantee they would give Rodgers was just this year and Rodgers knows again you cannot draft a quarterback in the first round of an NFL draft and just sit back and say, yeah, the first two years, we'll just we'll just flush it down the toilet. Not a problem. We'll just go to year th- we'll go to year four. You know, the first three years, we'll just flush it down the toilet. We'll just go to year four and we'll figure out based on year four whether or not cool. a year five needs to be, you know, granted, because you can't that'll be just a free agent walk year for the kid if you wait to year four. So if they're they're saying Rodgers, well, only offer 2021 guaranteed, he's like, okay, was I born yesterday? Let's check the born on date on me. (laughs) So what's the way out? Because there's no way out. We're sitting here wondering, you know, maybe the way out is trade Jordan Love. We mentioned Atlanta. We mentioned Pittsburgh at the last second. Forgot about the Washington football team, didn't we? Do they like Jordan Love? What was the evaluation of Jordan Love when Ron Rivera was going through his first draft with the Washington football team, because that's when this thing was being evaluated. Did they like him a lot? Not enough to draft him when they could, though. So that's why Greg Cosell's coming up in Hour 3 to talk about Love's prospects. Hour 2 coming up first.